What's going on, Patriots Sports Radio fans? This is Will from the Game On Podcast, Game On YouTube channel, and Game On Locals community. Hey, if you're someone who enjoys sports and sports betting, and you, you're tired of everything you're getting from ESPN, Fox Sports, anything from the mainstream media, hell, it's the reason why you're here on Patriot Sports Radio, which we all love. If you want some more real content, real hot takes, real sports picks, you come over to gameon.locals.com. That is my Locals community. It's a community of sports fans who work together. We sh- we talk sports. We share sports articles. We find picks that we like together, and we make money off of these games, and we just have a good time chopping it up. If that's something that might interest you, well, come over to gameon.locals.com, and because you guys are Patriot Sports Radio listeners, I'm going to give you a special promo code, and that is promo code GAMEON. Now, it's free to join, but you use the promo code GAMEON, you'll get access to everything for one month free. You get access to about 80% of things, but With the promo code, you'll get full access, 100% open up, see our daily live chats, be able to post and comment yourself into the community, anything you want. Come check it out, gameon.locals.com. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Come check out gameon.locals.com, and let's start winning money together today. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio Football Edition. My name is Eric. I am your host. Damn glad to have you with us. Good news, everyone. We're another day closer to football. The Hall of Fame game is less than two weeks away. A few days after that, Hard Knocks featuring the Detroit Lions gets rolling. Are you kidding me? That said, let's take quick census. Chris is here firing carb cleaner into the engine, doing whatever it takes to keep this thing on the road. Coach is ready to talk some football, of course. He is a football coach. John is coming to us from his stately Denver apartment. Can an apartment be stately? I think so. His is. Anyway, Angela's here as well in her sports corner. But wait, there's more. Will from the Game On podcast, Game On YouTube channel, and Game On Locals community. Game On! Did I? Will, did I nail it? He nailed it. I liked it. I knew it. If you want to start winning right now, this instant, today, get over to GameOn.Locals. So how are you doing? You celebrated your little one's second birthday this evening? Oh, How'd yeah. that go? Yeah, it was great. He acted like a two-year-old would. So he was ornery all day, I guess. And I get home from work, and he was <laughs> ornery. But we, we did some uh, you know little cake and candles, and then bath time and bedtime. <laughs> Boom. Done and done. Check it off the list. Yeah, it was, it's great. They, it's crazy. They grow up so fast. John, John, you've got your uh, you've got your bandana on again. It's becoming part of your identity at this point. It is my identity. It is <laughs> until Baker Mayfield loses. I'm wearing the headband for every podcast. Oh, well, that's never going to happen. That's so right. You might as well. <laughs> and then I'm going to change the rules after he loses, but it won't be week one. I thought you were no. going with the Zach Wilson look. that's a well-worn tread on this podcast we won't get into that again (laughs) 
Coach, how are you doing? I'm good. Good. Doing good. He's good. Coach has stuff, um, and he's ready. Yeah. So you know, he's just adjusting his camera. It looked a little bit like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. I, but I think he's locked in. I, I think so. so. I'm not touching it anymore. Otherwise, it, it messes up. I'm I'm in the process of creating a little office here, and I can't seem to get things going. But I've got it. I'm good. He's good. got his act together tonight. I've, yeah. I've never seen him more together. Angela, how are you? How are you doing this evening in your uh, sports nook? You've got you've got Joe Namath back there. Some various framed photos. Yep, yep, in his little beach chair. Very cool. Very exciting. Yeah, I'm good. I'm doing good. A little bit. I'm a little bit tired, but I won't fall asleep on you guys. I promise. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm ready nap. to rock. I'm like an old person. I used to be able to function on three, four hours of sleep. Now. I need 5.5 at the very least. Anything less thing than about that. Having, really uh, anything less than is, six. Beautiful thing about having young children is they don't give you a choice. <laughs> you got to do. No. <laughs> no, no. They don't care what kind of day you had or if you slept well last night. Does not matter. Fact is I need juice right now. And you need to get it for me because I can't get my own juice. All right. Before we get started. Speaking of juice and beverages and hydration, coach, I want to get some uh, couple tips on how to not die from heat stroke at football practice from uh, from your meetings that you were at last week. Were they um, productive? What did you learn? <laughs> are we are we going to be saving some lives out there this summer? Cold tubs, cold tubs are good. Um, I, I don't. It's going to be hot. Essentially, what what's going to happen is a lot of five. AM practices. That's what's going to happen. They're, they're going to, I mean, it's, we're going to end up practicing early in the morning before we have school instead of after that's what's, that's how that's going to work. <laughs> Guys. I think well, the Oklahoma heat has officially broken the coach. It's <laughs> uh, it's it, man. I, it's ridiculously hot here. I put in some window shades today. There's a window shades there, roll down shades for my back patio, trying to get a little bit of, uh, of the Western, Western sun from, you know, try a little shade. It's just, you know, it's hot it's hot here. I, I think, um, hundred, 110 yesterday or something. Ooh, it's, God, it's just man. stupid. Um, but you know, I mean, the show must go on and we're about to get into the, to the, um, to the season and, and that's exciting and there's a lot a lot of things to you know so if we if we have to change practice we'll just change practice to to, to in the morning that's how it usually gets handled and that's great still get our work in actively hiding from the sun welcome to my world that's been my <laughs> life as a ginger since childhood me too <laughs> it's yeah it's just that it, that level of super mario where you're running from the sun <laughs> as it tries to murder you <laughs> that's what i feel like daily yeah as soon as i go outside that clock in my head starts like all right we've been out here with Z with no spf for 47 minutes we're gonna have problems if we don't do something here um will i wanted to touch on this we're gonna be doing a football super podcast is what i suggested we call it and will didn't shoot it down um we're gonna be entering a super podcast where we make how many picks Per week against the spread? 
It is Bet Online Super Contest that they do. We're going for the top spot. Last year it was three hundred thousand dollars was the first prize. I'm guessing it's going to be that, if not more. And what it is is we're going to be giving you guys our picks every week that are contest picks. Now these are moving lines, so once they open up, like Tuesday night, we can lock in picks. So it's not always going to be what the actual game lines are on kickoff. It could be way different. You know, news. Uh, happens throughout the week and, and lines move pretty fast. But what it is, is we're going to lock in our favorite picks. We get to make five picks a week to enter into the contest. Person or the team with the best winning record at the end of the season wins the prize. But the beauty of it too is they have quarterly prizes. I think of like $10,000 or something like that, five or $10,000. If you have the best uh, record during that five week or four or five week stretch, depending on how they divide it up, uh, you win the quarterly prize too. But yeah, we're going for that. And the beauty of it for the listeners is we're going to record it and we're going to give it to you. You're going to get behind the scenes of how we're going to break down the games, where we agree, where we disagree, how we're going to pick it when we disagree. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Love it. Love everything about it. And I love the name. I love the name. I'm up, I'm up for whatever. Give it to me Sweet. one more time. Football Super Podcast. Boom. I mean, that's fantastic. I couldn't believe it was. I couldn't believe it wasn't a thing yet. There hasn't been uh, a name like that since the Michigan Mega Bowl. <laughs> I'm starting to get my criteria figured out. I'm, you know, how to identify letdown spots, non-conference mm-hmm. road games, etc. All these spots that are because otherwise, if I don't have criteria, I'll just look at games and decide I like them. And there's well, no science in that. One. There's also <laughs> What, one thing that I like to focus on for these contests, at least, is there's obviously a lot of sharp betters in these contests. And each week, you know what side the sharps are going to be on. So then it's finding that that those spots, specifically, where you know the sharps are going to be on one side, but you think they're wrong. And you're going to take that in the contest against them. It's a little double-edged sword there. Because if you get it yep. right, they lose a pick, you gain a pick. But if you get it wrong, then you're you're a little bit in the hole. Yeah, there are definitely times to sort of just do like Talladega and get in there and ride with everybody else. Or, or there's, there's also those plus times three and a half where you just have to hold, you know, plug your nose and just make those, that Jaguars plus eight pick and just say, Oh God, here we yep. go. <laughs> yep. Hey, nobody's better against the spread than the Baltimore Orioles right now. So those bad teams can be profitable. But yeah, we're going to enter into that and we'll figure out the details how we're going to do it. I'm for sure going to upload it to my YouTube channel, but we'll figure out maybe uh, I haven't talked with you and Chris fully on it, but maybe you can make a little subsection at Patriot Sports and you guys can put the audio version up over there or whatnot. But uh, there'll be multiple places for consumers to get it, however you want to get it. Oh yeah, it'll be all over the place. We'll make sure of that. Um, I've been thinking about ways our patriot sports bass and how sweet tea can pick games and boy i can't think of anything better than treats and tennis balls <sighs> i fancy myself a creative person i got nothing <laughs> so maybe we'll do tennis balls or i was thinking maybe we could buy the little nerf footballs maybe they have team logo of nerf footballs we could just chuck two of them into the yard yep we're gonna have to teach her we're gonna have to, we're gonna teach this dog to be a handicapper who picks over 60%. Okay, 10 minutes in. We are gathered here today to peer into the NFL telescope to foretell what shall later be accurately told. We're getting in the sports DeLorean and traveling to January to see what we see. It's bold predictions. 
predictions. Predictions. <laughs> you like the, uh, that was our theme. Look at Chris over there. <laughs> Chris, Coach oh, has a I stack of papers. <laughs> you know, he came in. He said, uh, I got I got stuff. I'm ready. He did not sound convincing. But now that I've seen the papers with actual ink on them, I'm convinced he is ready. Now, none of us have disclosed any predictions to each other beforehand. That may bite us, but I bet it doesn't. The only thing I said was uh, bring bold predictions for the 2022 NFL season. So that could be that could be anything. Um, I have no idea how to decide who goes first. So I guess we'll go with um, the chivalrous move and let Angela go first. And she is a lady. We'll use that term loosely. <laughs> um, okay. So my bold predictions, and I'm going to not ramble because that's something I've been known to do, but my bold predictions kind of unfold like a twisted soap opera so like there's connections between my bold predictions. So my bold predictions, I'm just laying them out here in the saga that I think will be, which is, I think my bold prediction is that Rogers is going to get hurt. <gasps> what? And um, the lions are going to not suck this year. I've said this before. And I, for some reason, I'm going to say that they might get a hold of a wild card spot. I'm just saying, I don't know. Um, I'm also saying that due to injury, uh, Gronk is going to come out of retirement um, because I think Rudolph is going to end up getting hurt, even so they just snapped him up. But I think that's going to happen. And I also think that Mike McCarthy is going to get shit canned. So those are my predictions. <laughs> You're predicting a lot of injuries. Maybe I know. Nancy earth. over here. Scorched but earth from Angela. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. That's what I think. I didn't predict any i'm excited to hear some of your guys's predictions because i heard some of them might be jail related so <laughs> i'm excited oh. to hear about that i don't think i have any jail in here i might oh i might have one coach what do you got on those papers give us one of those we go on college or nfl what do you want to start with uh nfl Okay, so essentially today I went down the list of all of the schedule and really was looking at um, the uh, – I went and went down the schedule of, of future odds and, and underdogs and favorites. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Uh, I kind of broke it down by division. Uh, obviously, we'll start with the, the AFC West, which literally could be a, a coin flip of the top three. I'm not sold on the Raiders at all. Um, I, I, I think that Derek Carr, uh, is not, not quite what everybody believes that he is. And I think that this year that kind of gets exposed because they're, they're, they've, the West is going to be a heavyweight battle every week. The West is going to be a, a really, really tough division. Um, I, I, I see that as being the same as the AFC South, the South is also going to be another heavyweight battle where, where I think that um, Indiana comes out, uh, Indianapolis comes out on top, Indiana, Indianapolis, the Colts. I'm really high on the Colts. I like the Colts a lot. I, I think I've made that pretty clear. I think this is a year that we, uh, you know, see, see Matt Ryan get to get to be a Matty ice of old and, and, they give him some protection, and I'm really, I'm really pretty high on him. So, uh, 
I, I like Indian. I like Indianapolis. Um, you know, Jacksonville will be better. They'll, they'll be definitely better than they were. I don't know how they could get get a whole lot worse, but they they definitely will be a little bit better. Um, I think that uh, I like Etienne to do well. I don't think I said his name right, but I like him. I like him a lot this year. Close um, pretty high on him. Uh, in the north, I like Baltimore. I like Baltimore uh, to to surprise Cincinnati a little bit. I think Cincinnati Me too. Uh, was very lucky and 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 had a good run. How they managed to have such a great run with such a shitty offensive line, uh, I don't know. But they they've done a wonderful job of in the off season of addressing that. Yeah, but I just don't foresee them being that i mean the road to get to a super bowl is so hard to do it two years in a row it's just i mean that's a gauntlet the schedule gets a little tougher they're not taking anybody by surprise i just like baltimore to uh surprise in that a little bit um and cincinnati to kind of take a little bit of a step back in the east obviously the bills are 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 a juggernaut they're going to be a contender at the end they're really good i like the bills to win the division I like the Pats behind them. Uh, you know, I can't I can't go against the the Bills. Uh, I like the I like the Fish to finish third there, and and the only reason is because I think that um, I don't want to steal John's thunder, but I do believe there'll be an incident in uh, in Miami. It's a little bit too hot down there for some of the people that they have. You guys know what I'm dealing with or what I'm talking about there. We, he's the guy has a history. That's all. I'll just leave that at that. I think that's a recipe for disaster. There's a lot of ingredients that are in that kitchen already. We're, we're, we already have a podcast down there that we've started and then we've stopped and then we've said some things about some people. And and, and it's just, it, I think that that's headed for disaster. I think it's, you know, I'm not sold on uh, Tua. I, I, I don't think that they are going to uh, be the, be the successful as, as, I think they'll they're probably not even going to do as well as they did last year. That's just my my strategy on that. As we go to the NFC, um, I, I like Green Bay. I, I'm I I try to take my green and and gold glasses off, but I like Green Bay to to set on top of the North. I I agree with Angela. I think Detroit's going to be better. I don't know that they're going to scrape into a wild card, but the Fighting Dan Campbells, I I, I think that they will do well. Uh, all of the the smart people uh around the nation that really are into minnesota i don't see it i actually uh disagree with that pretty wholeheartedly um in the east i like uh i like philly i I like washington and i like dallas to take a step back too i also think mccarthy's in trouble down there especially if they have they are always a uh, soap opera to begin with but if if they don't completely stay healthy that that will come apart in epic proportions, and uh, it's great. It's uh, the only thing better than an OU loss on a Monday morning is a, is an OU loss followed by a Dallas loss on on a Sunday. That's that's <laughs> the best sports talk radio in the history of the world is on Monday mornings in Oklahoma after those two things happen, and they, they don't align very often. But when those stars align, you want to tune in and be there all day because you, you the calls and the people. They lose their mind about these things, and 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 there's not there's not a lot of patience on uh, the uh, owner operator, the Dallas Cowboys, on uh, on not winning, and and I don't think that uh, I don't think they're headed in the right path. I think they're actually headed the opposite of that. 
The Rams are the Rams. Still got Stafford. They're still going to be good. They're going to be the class of the West. Um, in the South, that uh, you know, it's hard to go against Brady. Uh, I was trying to, you know, Carolina is really intriguing to me with Baker, and, and I, I, I love that Week One matchup. I think I told you guys last week. I mean, that, that is so exciting about the, about that that Week One matchup because I do. I think Baker wins the starting job, and I think that he, uh, I think he pretty much crams it up <laughs> up the Browns' rear on that uh, Week One, but. Um, couple other things you know I, I like green bay i like green bay to go deep in the playoffs I, I also like indianapolis so i'll say green bay and indianapolis and in july i'll take green bay and indianapolis in the super bowl um maybe like uh indianapolis and uh the bills in the afc championship and i'll take uh green bay and uh touchdown tom i may have already looked at though i think you could get about 100 to 1 on that a Packers Indianapolis Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, uh, I I saw today. I think the uh, I'm trying to think. I even looked at that today on what was the most unlikely combo, um, the best odds. Uh, I want to say uh, a Dallas and Cincinnati was sixty to one, and then it was uh, I'm trying, that wasn't the worst though. There was one at sixty six, and I can't remember. Anyhow, they they need CD Lamb to be everything he was earlier and and at least a little bit more to make up for cooper i mean they don't have a lot else down there um the dolphins last year started one and seven and finished nine and eight so you know they really got their shit together and then they fired fired flores so (laughs) you know that's a great dolphins move could have had brady uh Brady you, there too, but they, you know, I I really thought that somehow I was with John. Me, me and John have been talking about this for for several months. We've really been on the side that he was going to end up there somehow, some way, but hasn't I happened feel like that. I and feel like Hayden. Brady and Brady and the Dolphins will pop up when we get around to John. Yours reminded me of one of mine, which is Titans and Bengals miss the playoffs. I think. I've heard that Traylon Burks, who I was all excited about in the draft, I wanted the Packers to take. I'd be a terrible GM. He hasn't impressed so far. He's got conditioning issues and apparently asthma issues. Um, I think if your number one wide receiver is Robert Woods off an ACL, you could implode quickly, especially if you have to put the whole defense on Henry, again, coming off a foot injury. Just a massive human being with with now a, a healed broken foot. I don't know. You might want to you might have to spell him a little bit to survive the season. The Bengals I expected to look into and find all these Super Bowl losers who had terrible seasons the following year. We've all heard that teams that lose the Super Bowl are terrible the next year. That's that's like a misnomer, like how people say it's hard to beat a team three times in a row in the season when actually the team that wins the first two wins the third game like 60-something percent of the time. 69% of Super Bowl losers have made the playoffs next season. So that didn't really bolster my argument very much. But I did find a couple examples like after the Buccaneers drilled the Raiders, Oakland went 4 and 12 the next year. And then in 2019, the 49ers or 2020, the 49ers went 6 and 10 after losing the Super Bowl. I think Baltimore looks tough. I think Pittsburgh is going to overachieve. Tomlin's going to win enough games to get a wild card over there. And the AFC West could send three teams. So there might be not enough, not enough chairs on the Titanic, you know, 
and the Bengals, teams like the Bengals and Titans might have to jump off. And also, I think it's just a classic letdown spot. These fans, this team, this whole staff, they've never had this kind of success. Who's to say how they're handling it? You know, they could have been walking around this whole time getting pats on the back, and now they believe they're the greatest team of all time. Sort of like when Vince Young said that Eagles team was the dream team or whatever he said, and they commenced to get their ass kicked. You think but, Trubisky's the guy in, in Pittsburgh? I think he's good enough to win nine games, maybe 10. I think 10 gets you in, gets you a wild card. You might need 11 in the AFC. I don't know, but I just, I can't imagine Tomlin not getting it done. He hasn't yet at least gone 500. John, what do you think of those? And what do you got over there? Uh, I'm done talking about <coughs> Mitch Trubisky, so I'll pass. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, he's, I don't even think he'll be the starter for very long. Um, <clears throat> and end of discussion about Mitch Trubisky. All right, here are Justin Fields will be the first Bears quarterback for, to throw for 4,000 yards. Since Sid Luckman. No, nobody has ever thrown for 4,000 yards for the Bears. <laughs> no Bears quarterback has ever thrown for 4,000 yards. What's that like, being that bad? Oh, man. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. So, um, I've got Detroit going 8-9. and nine. Ooh. I've got the L.A. Chargers going to the Super Bowl. I like that. I've got a bet on that already. And I I've think got, I called them San Diego. <laughs> yeah, same difference. Yeah, same thing. Um, and then my last two, Las Vegas will have no arrests on their team. Whoa! What's the odds on that? So far. What's the it, odds these on are that? bold predictions, so that's bold. a bold prediction. And then uh, the, the last one is that Tyreek Hill will not be arrested in Miami. And that's an even bolder prediction. Wow. Oh. Maybe he'll turn over a new leaf. No. <laughs> John, you ignorant slut. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the eternal optimist. All of these are optimistic. Uh, yeah. They're all gut picks. That's what bold predictions are to me. I like it. I have one Ooh, Chris says he has one. Um, let's let me scroll around. Ooh, here's a good one. Here's one I really like. No, actually, how rude am I? Will, you were under my word doc, and these guys were rattling through all theirs, so I figure we have a bunch. We'll go back and forth a few times. Give me one of yours. Okay, I like that idea because I, I got a few here, and uh, I got an ex a decent explanation for each. So my first one, <clears throat> news broke today that uh arizona cardinals are excited they signed kyler murray to a five-year extension something like 230 million dollars 160 fully guaranteed they've got their quarterback right they're all pumped up in arizona and excited and i of course am predicting that arizona finishes fourth in their division at plus 375 here's why Cliff Kingsbury, if we go all the way back to 2013 when he was starting uh, coaching there at uh, Texas Tech, he he has an a interesting first half and second half um, 
win-loss record. First half mm-hmm. uh, of his of, of the season, he's 42-20-1. Second half of the season or the rest of the year, he's 16-43. and 43. Now let's look at the NFL. 2019, they went three, three, and one to start the year, and then they went two and seven. They went five and two in 2020, finished three and six. Last year, they went started off seven and zero, oh, red hot, finished three and five. Ooh. So, what happens if he doesn't get off to a good start this year? Right. It it doesn't look like they're going to be able to pull it off uh, at the end of the season, given his track record. Well, let's look how how they start. Oh, they start home against the Chiefs. Then they're on the road against the Raiders. Then they're home against the Rams. Oh, I mean, it's not impossible to say that they are 0-3 right there. Now, it does get a little bit easier for them. Panthers, then the Eagles, then the Seahawks, but it's up in Seattle. Funny things happen there in divisional games. Then home against the Saints. And then it starts, you know, towards the end of the season, this is, this is a tough end of the season for them. They go at the Rams, home against the Niners, home against the Chargers, home against the Patriots, at the Broncos, home against the Buccaneers, and then at the Falcons, and then at the Niners. That's not an easy schedule. So I'm thinking now everyone's pretty, you know, the favorite to finish fourth is Seattle. But I think uh, crazier things have happened. If 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 Cardinals come off on a, a slow start to the season, we could see the snowball get messy real fast. Plus, I don't wish injury upon anyone, but they've had some injuries on their team. And uh, Kyler Murray, they might want to, if he even gets deemed up a little bit, they've got this huge contract to him now. They might force him to sit. So, man, how stressed out are you watching him run around now that he's making 46 a year? And it's everything that's all your eggs in that one little basket with the big helmet on, running like a gymnast about to hit a vault. I was, yep. I was thinking about that today when I saw the 14 messages about his contract update. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, you know, people forget and, and, and the, the average NFL fan like me, you know, you, you forget uh, about the end of the season. And do you guys remember the epic meltdown that was the Arizona Cardinals last at the end of last season? I'm talking. Yes. I, I have not seen a flame out like that in year. It was the last two or three games that they played. It was literally like they didn't even have a game plan at all. And, and, Kyler Murray looked lost and Kingsbury had no answers. I, I, I agree with you. That's a, that's pretty good stuff. I think he could be in trouble. Uh, I think King Kingsbury is a terrible coach to begin with. I think the only, uh, the only reason that I, I still don't know how he made that work from, uh, from going from Texas tech to there because he wasn't that great at tech. Um, he just had a, a certain look, I guess they were going for, but I, I agree with you, Will. I think he's going to be in trouble. I like Angela's take of, of McCarthy because I think he's a super douche. And uh, also I, uh, I think, I think rule could be in trouble. I think rule could be on a hot seat in a hurry down there. This, this, this Baker deal. And that's why it's so intriguing to me. All roads lead back to Baker, but <laughs> that's why it's so intriguing to me because they, they are, they're all in on that. I mean that that was a hell of a gamble for him to pull off and 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 them them to go and get him because he's he's not just you know riding a wave of success down there. They need to win. He's got to do something to be able to keep his job. W- I mean, wouldn't you guys agree? Yep. I have a I have a Baker prediction. I'll skip to Angela. What do you got? No, I disagreed. That's all. Oh. <laughs> do you, I, mean, I have a. 
do you guys can you guys think of three other coaches in the NFL that are going to be on the hot seat by the end of the year? I mean, is, well, Matt is, Rule is the betting favorite to be fired first. At yeah, I mean, and you know, if, if Vrabel misses the playoffs, does it, does the seat get a little hotter? I think he's bought himself some success. I don't know. I, those are the three that I could see right off the bat. But no, all of those, man, that Arizona one that that makes sense, especially with that schedule. Pete yeah. Carroll's got to be on the hot seat. Pete. Well, he's retiring anyway. Carroll is. I think they made an agreement that this is going to like behind the scenes that this is going to be his last season. He's just kind of <laughs> filling in, and and they're going to go full rebuild next year. Yeah, he's a lame duck for sure. I th- I think that that they've got to be. I mean, I, hey, Drew Locke, baby, maybe he takes him takes him to the promised land. Well, There's your bold prediction. Like yeah, there you go. Yeah, you never know. Twelfth man. <laughs> I have a I have a Baker one. I'll scroll down to Baker Mayfield signs a five year one hundred and fifty million dollar extension by January first. With <coughs> wait with Carolina. <clears throat> yep, I think with a strong quarterback class coming in, agents for guys like Baker will be pushing to lock up long term money before these kids come in and take all the jobs. Plus, wow. he's pissed. A pissed off Baker is the best Baker, especially out on the field. And if he plays well, he saves Matt Rule's job. Matt Rule goes upstairs, goes to bat for him with the suits, tells him, hey, you got to keep this kid. We're winning games. All of a sudden, boom, 30 million bucks a year. So, so that's that's good. I, I, I think that, you know, I think we could see a, a Baker trouncing in week one. Like he, he comes out, they light up the Browns. And then the ne- the next week they they completely lay an egg to the Patriots, and then the following week after that they get just throttled by the Bills, uh, and 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 the magic is gone, be- and he becomes the Baker of old, where all of a sudden he's limping around, and you know things aren't going his way, and and then there'll be some incident that occurs that you know he's some trainer looked at him wrong, and he gets his hurt feelings or something like that, or I don't know, but it, it that deal. That deal is going to be interesting to watch. It's going to be really fun. If one you're, of, if we're sticking, uh, one sticking of the, with the Panthers here, I have a quick bold prediction on the Panthers. The Panthers are going to start off 0-7. They got that first game against the Browns. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, they're going to start off 0-7. Hear me out. They're going to, they, they got that game against the Browns. Now, I know it, we don't know who's playing quarterback for the Browns, but if you look at the team and on paper – the Browns are just so much more talented than the Panthers, and I think they're going to put it to them. I know Baker's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to want to win that game, yada, yada, yada. The Panthers have the 24th uh, worst offensive line based off of uh, pro football focus in the league. Baker can do all he wants, but he's going to be running around for his life out there when he plays against a good defensive line and a good defense. So... I'm right. saying he loses that first game. It's been, it's going to be an emotional game, and then they got to go on the road to go to uh, the Giants. I That's like what the I was, Giants. I looked at the schedule I like completely the wrong. Are, completely wrong. Are, Sorry, are, I, like I was looking the, at preseason. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And so then they got to go to the Giants, and I like the the Giants actually drafted smart this season. I don't take too much into the draft into the next season because mm-hmm. rarely do players really transition there. But they did take an offensive lineman and a defensive lineman. Holy crap! Uh, with their fur in the top ten picks, I think I think it's going to be great. I think so. I think that's going to be a letdown spot because of the emotional game the week before. So I think the Giants take that one. Now here's where I could be wrong because this is their best shot to win. If they don't win this game against the Saints at home. Then, then 
if they start off 0-3 and lose that game to the Saints, then they're definitely finishing 0-7 because then it goes, they're they're facing the Cardinals, yep. the Niners, the Rams, the Bucks. So it's realistic they couldn't win a, they they could not have a winning game until November 10th against the Falcons. Yeah, and even that, I mean, that's a divisional game and that's on the road, so you never know what could happen there. I mean, it could I mean, I guess they have the, until November. They have the Falcons two times in three weeks, so that's yeah. Yeah, but gosh, man, that is murderer's row of a schedule. It's terrible. I wanted to make three NFC South teams make the playoffs. One of my bold predictions, but I looked at Carolina's schedule and I was like, I can't. There's no story I can tell myself yeah. where this team makes the playoffs. Better beat the so Browns. <laughs> so then I went to this. I try this one on for size, boys and Angela. Jimmy G to New Orleans, and then the Saints win the NFC South. I like that. Jameis blew his knee out on Halloween. I don't know if he's all the way back from that. They say he's progressing well. I don't know. He does weird workouts. He could twist that knee again. That team is an instant Super Bowl contender. If you put a guy who's won 77% of his games, dinking and dunking it down the field on that team. And who loves the dink and dunk more than slant man himself, Michael Thomas, who is rumored to be possibly ready for week one he hasn't played football in 500 some days and i think that the 49ers don't want to cut him because they know seattle will pounce as soon as they cut him and they don't want him in seattle they'd rather trade him away i don't think there's any place in the afc to trade him so then maybe they at least send him to a different division they can't let him rot on the bench they'll lose all the players in the locker room respect they all love all the boys love jimmy they can't just leave him rot on the bench like that It'll blow the locker room up. So they'll have to send him somewhere if he's not going to start. So you're saying the Saints are going to win the NFC South? Yep. The Saints The Saints are 66 to 1 to win the most games in the NFL this year. I may or may not have I I have Jim, $5 on. Jimmy that. G did get cleared by the uh Chase. <laughs> Jimmy G Will's did laughing his ass off at me. <laughs> he did get cleared today to uh discuss trades with other uh other other franchises that that correct the the 49ers today said that they would allow him to discuss that so it, a, he wow. he is in the market which i thought i thought that was over but i guess i guess that could happen uh there's only one problem with your your theory there is uh jimmy g has a shellfish allergy and you know we know Jameis oh. likes those crab legs so i don't crab think that's going to work out in the locker room that well I don't know how you live in New Orleans with a shellfish allergy, period. I'm, I just yeah. made that up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, thank God. That blew it all up. I like, you guys, I like you guys low or high on Jameis? Seriously. Are you guys low on him? I mean, he, do you have any reason to be high on Jameis? You know, he he is he is a he player. Got Wentz McGee. You literally watch him one time, and he and he does a great job, and then and then the next very next play, he does just boneheaded things, and you're like, what? How can this he, be the same guy? He's a dime store Cam Newton. Wow, dime store, a poor man's Cam Newton. You say? <laughs> I think he throws better than Cam. He definitely throws better than Cam. Cam throws like a wash woman. I don't know. We'll see. I, I Jameis actually, you know, last year wasn't all that that terrible it's just he got injured and you know he did have that lasik surgery i know a lot of people joke about it <laughs> yes. but, he I got mean, the lasix i mean got LASIKs. i guess i guess he'll prove it this year huh what are we There's talking about he got the lasix yeah good <laughs> six thousand yards oh oh geez 
Well, anytime I've seen Jameis play, it's always been a massive disappointment. I, I never seem to catch him when he's playing well. That's my experience. What do you guys think about Cam? You think he uh, he lands somewhere this year? No. <laughs> no? You're the Patriots guy says no? Come on. The Patriots. What him back in. I don't think, I don't oh, think he's no, landed that- anywhere. <laughs> I was going to say Cleveland, but they just signed Josh Rosen. I saw that. So I guess well, not. I that, thought that, that was that, a that, joke. Point. I had that's to check point. multiple sources on that because I thought it was a joke. No, that, that's Gosh. the point. They took Josh Rosen over Cam Newton. Like, that's yeah. Oh, man. Oh, no. Did I? Okay. You can take that out. All right. Am I up? <laughs> am I up? I got one for you. Yes. Give us another one of yours. This one's a 40 to 1 uh, uh, bet that you can make. It's plus 4,000. Vaughn Miller to win Defensive Player of the Year. Hmm. I know he's getting up there in age, but listen, he just signed a six year and $120 million contract with the Bills. And now, normally, I'd be like, whoa, okay, the man got some more money. He already had a bunch of money. Now he's got his one last final contract. We should, you know, he's, he's just going to probably take it easy and, and, and coast. Not so fast. This contract isn't exactly what it uh, pans out to be. And you know me, I, I've recently kind of learned a little bit about the salary cap, so let's take a look at that. It's actually a six-year, $45 million contract. Want to know why? Because there's only $45 million that was guaranteed at signing. The Bills have an out in 2024. They can cut him after the 2024 season. That's only three years in. And, oh, by the way, he'll be 35 at that age not someone that you want to pay millions of dollars to. Um, And they'll only take a $7.4 million cap hit if they cut him there. That's not all that bad, especially by then, three years from now, who knows what the cap will be. So my theory is the Bills are primed to win now. The Bills should make a Super Bowl run this year. What better way than if Von Miller balls out in the first season, first couple seasons for the Bills, for them to be like, hey, we got a Super Bowl or we made it to the Super Bowl. Hell, if they win the Super Bowl this year and because Von Miller had an outstanding season or made some big plays, they might be more inclined to be like, you know what? We could cut this guy here, but you know what? He has been a staple here. Let's do him a solid. Let's keep him around for one more year, and that will give him another you know, $21 million in that, in that year and not cut him yet, and we'll wait till the 2026 season to cut him. Bob Miller, plus 4,000 Defensive Player of the Year. I like it. I like it. I'm going to put one. I'm going to put a five on that, too. What's the odds on a- Rodgers? MVP? Yeah. Oh, MVP. Um, God, he's one of the top ones here. I'll pull it up real quick. Is he? Um, Von Miller's a charismatic guy, too. He's the kind of guy the media loves. They love giving awards to guys like that. Yeah, and this was defensive player of the year, not MVP. Just I got you. Because we all know that it's going to go to the quarterback. Uh, right. Aaron Rodgers is plus 16. He's not winning. First of all, Aaron Rodgers shouldn't have won it this last year. That was bullshit, and I stand by that. Tom should have won it. And this, and there's no way they're going to give it to him three years in a row, but he is plus 1,600 to, to win it. Nope, he's not going to win MVP. Here, you're going to no hate way. this one. He doesn't even have Adams. Yeah, he doesn't even have Adams. He can't win MVP because Russell Wilson is going to win most valuable player this year. Chris, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I did this shit. I, can't, can't I did this. I did this just for Will. The media What's, would love to give it. Uh, the media would love to give him the MVP. He famously has never gotten a vote. 
He's got a dozen pass catchers in San Diego right now running routes on the beach in slow motion like Top Gun. He's got the number one selling jersey. He's got all the lobbyists of Walmart behind him now. They just bought the team. The Broncos are going to give him everything he wants. They're going to follow the the Tampa Brady model, I think. And then what does he have to do? I think he has to get to an AFC championship game that's at home. I think that would do it. I don't think he even needs the Super Bowl in the right circumstances. If he tears it up and throws 45 touchdowns and they make the AFC championship game at home, I mean, Broncos country, let's ride. Broncos country. Let's I ride. mean, they if they win Broncos the division, country. I will be impressed. That is a let's gauntlet of a season or of a division. Yeah, that's it's not going to happen though. They, they, Chargers, they, baby. If they win the West, that that's going to be great. I, I yeah, I'll tell you. And looking at these, you know, how about Matt Ryan at fifty to one? Ooh, you're welcome. <laughs> I like that. You're welcome. Wait, at, for MVP. <laughs> Yep, the old where man. Are those I looked last night, and he's thirty-three to one. On okay, where, where Matt, are you Matt, at? I got uh, Matt Ryan fifty to one. I had Trevor Lawrence eighty to one. Baker Mayfield yeah, eighty to one. What what side is that? Um, what book? Hold on, I'm I got Baker on. Mayfield. He's on some sketchy back. books. It may be. I'm, I'm maybe uh, the know, athletic the listeners out there. This is the reason why you need to, sh- if you can, if you look, especially if you live in a state that allows you to. This is why you need to shop around. Because the difference between thirty-three to one and fifty to one—I mean, you'd be foolish not to go to get the fifty to one. Thirty, uh, yeah, the athletic. Yeah, they usually have they have odds from various sites on on the athletic. Or I'm thinking of Action Network. Mm-hmm. How about this one? Or wait, I just did one. You Here, go. I got one for you, real quick. <laughs> Saquon Barkley to have the most rushing touchdowns this season. Plus 3,000. Hear me out. Yes, he's been a little injury prone. Yes, he's coming off a massive injury, but he's basically didn't play all last season. So even though he's going into the final year of his contract, he's got somewhat of fresher legs. Now, I'm a little bit more higher on the Giants this year, and that will get into another one of my bull predictions that we'll get to. But not only is Daniel Jones, you know, kind of playing for for his future and his contract, Saquon Barkley is because he did not get picked up, or no, he did get picked up on his fifth year option, and this is his fifth year, so he's got to play. He's getting paid seven million dollars this year, and after that, he's an unrestricted free agent. I think this guy balls out. Now, normally, I would probably you know try to look for yards over. I don't think yards over because there's just so many good running backs out there that get get so many more carries, so many more touches. I mean, Derek Henry and all the, that, that, that get a lot of yards. But touchdowns, touchdowns are so random. And you know that if the Giants, if you like the Giants even a little bit and you look at their schedule, it's not that bad. If you like them a little bit, if they get in the red zone, they're going to be feeding the big boy. And they're going to let him try to get in there. I think Saquon Barkley in a contract year at plus 3,000 most rushing touchdowns this season. I like that a lot. I think you just talked me into trying to trade for Saquon Barkley in my dynasty league. I know most rushing yards is 48 to one on the offshores anyways. Yeah. The odds on him and Christian McCaffrey are pretty long. And you got to think that if those guys, either one of them stays healthy, they're going to pile up the yards. Neither one of them are very old yet. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we're starting to find out that running backs actually start to fall off at about 26. And so you have about five minutes to succeed as a running. What back. I was saying earlier too, I liked what the giants did with their draft and they did draft a really, really good guard. And I think that only helps Barkley. Yeah. That answers a big question mark they had over there. Well, while we're at rushing yards, I'll give this one. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, 1,000 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns each. Each. They'll each have 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. And 10 touchdowns. Wow. Don't have to be 10 rushing touchdowns, just 10 total touchdowns. To state the obvious, Devontae Adams is gone. I think this should be the start of A.J. Dillon's prime. Um, Exhibit C, have you seen A.J. Dillon's legs? 2021, A.J. Dillon had 803 rushing yards. Jones had 799. So you take some of Devontae Adams' 169 targets, you turn 50 of those into running plays, and maybe we pile up another 200 yards each, maybe 205, enough to get over. You know, Jones is going to have to take on more of a receiving role, so I think that's going to give Dillon a lot more opportunity. It might. I think it's going to be... Aaron Jones getting there that I have to worry about. I think Dylan will cruise over a thousand yards this year. I'm very different than the fantasy football analysts on AJ Dylan this year. Maybe it's because I'm a homer, but I don't think he's a low end RB two. I think I he has a shot to finish top 10. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to have way more opportunity than he did last year. He's going to get a lot more touches. I agree with that. Get out of his way. If you're a mascot. Oh man. Yeah, we're going to dig into that on Saturday, but did you see that? Why would that kid agree to do that? (laughs) I know. I I felt like there needed to be an apology from the organization after that. That was was devastating, and I I watched it like four times and thought, who who did this to this kid? I'm sorry. We got got off on a sidetrack, but it was devastation. It was – I don't know who didn't like this kid or somebody – it was some owner's – cousin's grandkid that they dressed up or whatever but this the whoever it was they they're owed an apology because they they were probably sore right now still it didn't look like he took more than seven or eight percent off of what he would have given an nfl oh, linebacker i love that it was so bad that. it was so bad <laughs> let him have eric, it you, eric <laughs> you know i couldn't have come on here and not given a tom brady Full prediction. All right. And I've waited. No. I've, I've been good. I've, I've waited this long. So here's my Tom Brady bull prediction. And no, it's not that he's going to throw less than 12 and a half interceptions, which is probably the easiest future bets you can make. So go ahead and go place that out there, people. It's this Tom Brady will not retire after this season. Everyone's Whoa. saying this is his final season. He is not going to retire. No, he is on a mission and he is going to be a player owner in the league and he's going to team up with Tom Payton to do it just like they tried to do in Miami didn't work out I don't think it's going to be Miami where I think it's going to be I think he's going to San Francisco his hometown where he grew up playing I think San Francisco is going to be all right this season not enough maybe makes the playoffs probably doesn't and then Ownership is going to be like, you know what, Shannon Hand, thank you. You've tried. You've got us there, but you haven't 
delivered. Let's bring in a coach and Sean Payton who can deliver. Oh, and by the way, why not bring in the greatest of all time quarterback that we know will deliver? We've got a stack defense. We've got a great offense. All these young players in their prime before we got to pay them. We got a one-year window at that point. After the season, it's a one-year window. Let's take it with Tom. What does it take to get Tom here? Well, let's let's give him some money, but let's give him some ownership because that's what he wants, and that's the team he grew up playing and watching. Tom Brady, Sean Payton, going to the San Francisco 49ers next year, and he will be part owner. Revolutionizing the business. I, I like the Sean the Payton prediction. I, I yeah, think he's going to have to outbid the owner-operator of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, yeah well, we'll see. Because that was the plan in Miami. Sean Payton and Tom Brady were supposed to go to Miami this season. Yeah, I think yep. I think, uh, I think my collusion happening in football these days. I don't know if I like it. Yeah, I, I'm here for it. It's great content to create on on a YouTube channel. So you know, that's good views. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, Gavin Newsom demanding that UCLA explain how moving to the Big Ten enhances the student-athlete yeah. experience, and UCLA said, we're not going to acknowledge those comments. Uh, better football. Translation, <laughs> shut the fuck up. The adults are talking. <laughs> Just go back over there. Has Gavin Newsom yeah, ever clean been shit to off football game? Like, his, come his on. comment, I didn't hear anything about it, and I'm on the Board of Regents. And it's like, well, we didn't tell you because oh. we don't care. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I got one more good one here that I really Ooh, like. I got a couple more too. Marquez Valdez Scantling more receiving touchdowns than Tyreek Hill this year. There are reportedly fantasy football bros love to talk about vacated targets. There are reportedly 360 vacated targets in Kansas City, 265 to the wide receivers, most in the league. These are targets that would have gone to players or the targets that in the past have gone to players who are no longer there. So MVS is projected to get about a hundred of these targets and people will tell you his career high catch percentage is 52.4. So that equates to only about 54 catches. But what if I said Mahomes th throws a better deep ball than Aaron Rodgers does? What if I told you that I've seen with my two eyes, Aaron Rodgers underthrow this man multiple times what? where he's standing in the middle of the field, looking at his watch, waiting for the football. Patrick Mahomes is not going to do that to him. And I don't think 12 ever gave this kid a real shot. Adams missed five games in 2019. Marquez Valdez-Scantling only got 11 targets during those five games total. Against Oakland, he turned three of those targets into 133 and a touchdown. And then the next year, he caught four of nine against Ramsey in L.A. Then the next week, he caught four of 10 for 123 and a touchdown, including a 75-yard bomb. After that, one two targets, three targets, two targets, four targets. He was clearly getting his shit together, and then Rodgers had a dream or, I don't know, felt some bad vibes coming from that side of the locker room and just stopped throwing him the ball. The Chiefs paid him $30 million. They brought Juju Smith-Schuster in as well, but they paid him $3.25 million. It's Kelsey, and who is Kelsey going to catch 200 balls? No. Is Juju going to catch some? Sure. He's a great blocker, fun guy. I'm sure Jackson is going to love dancing with him and all that. But he's not going to catch a million footballs either. And Patrick Mahomes, ever heard of him? Here are his attempts year by year. 508, 484, 588, 658 last year. They're not going to lean on 
Clyde Edwards Hilaire and run the ball. He's going to throw it 600 plus times. MVS, if he plays well, could get into like a rhythm with Mahomes and see over a hundred of these targets. Tyreek is going in round two of fantasy drafts. I think he'll kill you there. I don't think Tyreek is going to do that well. Although I wanted to find out that Tua sucks at the deep ball, but he might not. His adjusted completion percentage on um, passes over 20 yards is what last year was best in the league at 52%, but he only attempted like seven over 35, the longest being 46. He completed they were four probably all against the Jets. Yeah, he really doesn't throw it deep. And when he does, it's, you know, it's, I don't know if they're tight window throws. I haven't watched the tape. You know, I have a full-time job as well. But I just don't think Tyreek is going to be the guy he was in Kansas City in Miami. And I think MVS can be close enough in Kansas City. You know, the kid over the kid's going to throw a million touchdowns, Mahomes. Somebody's got to catch him. I disagree wholeheartedly with about everything you just said. Then and, trade him to me. And I will tell you, I recorded that entire conversation to play it back to you when you send me that bullshit trades that you're trying to get through. But that's a story for a different deal. John, check your trades for the love of God. Anyhow, back to what back to business here. Eric, Eric, you, Eric you said you uh, seen him uh, check his watch. What kind of watch was he wearing? <laughs> Probably one of his own design. He's a big fashion guy. I like you, it. Okay. okay. The thing that the thing that's missing from your story there, Eric, is this. As a Packer fan, you watched him get hit in the skillet hands so many times and drop the ball that that, that, that we don't have to worry about the number of completions he's going to get from Mahomes because after about drop number four, that that's how that works. It wasn't that Aaron Rodgers stopped throwing to him. It's that the dude has trouble catching the ball. And in a position called wide receiver, that's your job. That's what you got to do. People forget in Kansas City, the bell cow down there has now become a freaking beast of a person. And that, I mean, that's the tight end. The guy runs the show. He is he is it. And, um, you know, Andy Reid, Andy Reid's going to get him the ball. They're going to feed him. He's going to do some great things down there. I, I just don't. I don't agree with your MVS assessment. I hope that you're right, and I hope that you uh, really feel that deep down in your in your in your plums when you send me your next uh, <laughs> in your plums when you send me your next uh, trade offer because the ones that you've been sending me, I'm, I'm just going to play that back to you because they, they're they're pretty pretty weak. Do you feel the tension? <laughs> feel the tension. Feel it in my plums. <laughs> Oh, I think I think the clip is empty. That's all I have. Will, you probably have a couple more. Will was very uh, excited. I was so enthused by how excited Will was for this episode. I when when I found out Will was coming, I brought him a little nugget. I brought him a little something. I I've, I've, I've been saving it and setting it on it over here. You know, I've been I've been waiting. I I I just I just let you I'm going to give it to you on our way out the door and let you marinate on it. Okay. Oh, that's okay. what Will did last time. He came in here with that's a right. stat bomb for us. Okay, I can't wait. I got, I got, uh, I got a few more. I'll go through them quick. Chris has one as well, so we got. Chris, a few you to do go. it. Chris, you go. All right, I got one for the Browns. So my <laughs> prediction here is Deshaun does get suspended. Brissett gets hurt in the preseason. Rosen and Baker square off with uh, Darnold over there holding the clipboard. All three boys 
playing for different teams. I, uh, That's good stuff. Ooh, that I mean, stuff. If, if I'm a producer on any of the NFL, if, if that is the matchup, Rosen, Rosen versus Baker, I'm going to be so <laughs> pissed. <laughs> we did so much. We The stars aligned, and then we get this goober and Josh Rosen throwing, slinging the quarterback. Are you kidding me? You're slinging the ball. Are you kidding me? I, I have hated Josh Rosen since he got drafted, and I don't even know why. I think he's just a spoiled rich kid who ended up sucking. He looks like it. every kid I John, hated in high school. Abs- John, I heard his dad threatened to sue if they didn't get him a spot. <laughs> hey, I mean, Ro- that's the word on Twitter right now. Isn't isn't Rosen the the prototypical Browns quarterback? You you guys seen that Absolutely. jersey where where they have fourteen names Rosen. axed out of quarterbacks? Yeah. He's just the next guy. He's the next name. <laughs> Bernie Kozar, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, Tim blah, Couch. <laughs> Whedon. Ty Detmer. Yeah. There's a million of them. There's like there's literally like 14 of them. In the last what? I don't know. What ten they've had what eight last eight years, they've had like 15 quarterbacks or something. I don't know. Deshaun Kaiser Sose. Yeah. Uh Angela appreciated my Deshaun Kaiser Soze joke. She loves a it's good a great movie. She loves a good cinema joke. I do. I very much so do. <laughs> That'd be a good Halloween costume with that goofy haircut. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't right, be bad. All right. What else you got, Will? Okay, I, I got. I'll give you this one, and then I'm gonna go into some real, real bold ones. But this one, Mike Evans is gonna get 13 or more touchdowns this season. Now, you might think, oh, that's not all that bold. Well, his over/under currently is 10 and a half. Why do Ooh. I say 13? Because if Mike Evans gets 13 touchdowns this season, he will become the fourth player in NFL season or NFL history to have three consecutive seasons of 13 plus TDs in each season. The others. Yeah. I, some of these guys, you might've heard of them, uh, a receiver named Terrell Owens, uh, Jerry Rice and uh, Lance Allworth. So he'll be amongst those, those receivers. I, I don't know if they're any good or not, but <laughs> <laughs> probably not bad. I've heard of that Owens guy and the, uh, the rice. the rice. He played for Seattle for a bit, didn't he? Yeah, he was back yeah. in the sixties. He did that. It says so. Man, the numbers he put up back when safeties were legally allowed to basically attempt to murder you. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. And now you can't touch anybody. Okay, and I'm gonna go Homer for a little bit here. I got the Patriots are gonna win the division. Listen, as a Homer. I am pretty realistic with the Patriots. Now, I know the Bills are the favorite, and the Bills are probably going to win the division, but at plus 600, I'm taking the Pats to win the division. Why? I was excited with the Pats. I like what Mac Jones did last season, and then I saw all the trades this offseason and all the quarterbacks that flooded to the AFC. The AFC is stacked, and I go, well, here we go. We're screwed. Then I saw the Patriots' schedule, and I go, we have life. And then... This is the thing I love the most. Everyone is roasting Bill Belichick for making Matt Patricia the offensive coordinator. They're like, why would you do that? Why would you do that with Matt Patricia? He's a defensive guy. Why would you? Listen, 
If we've learned anything, Bill is two steps ahead of everyone always. He was there out there putting. Remember when they made fun of him for putting two tight ends out there before we realized Aaron Hernandez was a serial killer? Allegedly. Anyways, (laughs) Bill knows what he's doing. He's going to have that defense humming. And at plus 600, give me the Patriots because it's going to come down to them playing the Bills. And I think they they, they take the Bills 2-0. They're going to win that division. On top of that, I'm saying Mac Jones MVP plus 5,000. Sprinkle a little on that. And while you're at it, since we're talking about the Patriots having such a good season, you might as well bet Bill to win Coach of the Year at plus 2,500. He has to eventually. Yeah, He has to at some point. It's been a while. This guy yeah. obviously forgot about a team called the Gosh Damn Jets. Who? <laughs> <laughs> the Gosh Damn Jets. <laughs> Mac Jones is traveling around the country, going to his receivers and working out with them. You know, he's a team guy. I think that he followed Tom Brady around with a little notepad, and he didn't write down as much football stuff as he wrote down leadership stuff. He seems to really have those guys behind him. Mac Jones and they love the guy. Yeah. So yeah. we could see him take a real step here in the yeah. second year. If I'm, Bill has this coaching situation, right. If he has a QB coach or coordinator, somebody who's on the same wavelength with him, who he can work with. Yeah. If, these hires are if, weird, but Bill's track record speaks for itself. So I'm not going to talk shit about it just yet. I think there's a good chance you see that double type formation again, and maybe even some wing T by the end of the season. Whatever up there in W, right? Up there in uh, you already Patriots year, land. You showed last year, Mac Jones only threw three passes in that. It, that's game. exactly where I was headed with that. I was oh, going with that. Man. They, if, you, if you can run the ball and play defense, you don't have to throw. I mean, Pat Jones said, hey, every time you throw the ball, three things can happen and two of them are bad. It's still that way. Still that way. The game hasn't changed. One of my re- greatest gambling regrets is I didn't hammer the unders more in that game. I I mean, I thought they're going to find a way. We've seen so many bad weather games where they find a way to score points and get yards, but that game was just apocalyptic. Dude, you can't <laughs> mess with wind. You can mess rain, snow, it doesn't matter. Wind, no one can account for that. No one. Nope. Got nope. one here for you. Every year there's a team that just surprises anyone comes out of nowhere, right? Cincinnati Bengals last year. Exactly. They were supposed to win five games. Exactly. And didn't they make the Super Bowl or something, right? Something like that? Yep. Came damn close to winning it. Earned them some new uniforms. (laughs) The Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win the division at plus 850. Here is why. Yes. I do like the Colts. I do love the Colts, and I think the Colts obviously should be the favorite to win it. But I am with you, Eric, like you were talking earlier. I think the Titans take a huge step back, and it's going to be a struggling season. And we know Houston is going to be a disaster. So that leaves two teams left. That's Jags, Colts. Give me the Jags, plus 850. I don't know what's going to happen this season, but plus 850, even if it's neck and neck, I can hedge out. I always look for a way to find a bet that can allow me to hedge at the end of the season. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be the sleeper team of the year. That's an excellent number. And I heard on Sports Gambling Podcast earlier, I think it was yesterday, that over the last five years, the teams that spend the most in the offseason improved by at least three wins and an average of five. So if the Jags can, can stack four or five extra wins this year, you know, 
catch a couple no lucky breaks. There's no pressure on them. None. No, no one, you know, no one cares if they end up being good. Okay, if they don't, it's the Jags. And then if you if if you do place that bet, go ahead and turn around and hedge that bet immediately with another future bet of mine. Frank Wright, coach of the year, because if they don't win it, it's going to be the Colts and the Colts could potentially have the number one seed in the AFC. So take Frank Wright to be coach of the year plus 3,300. Yep. Exact same odds for Mike Tomlin, who I like a lot too. Those Mm -hmm. are my two favorite coach of the year bets actually. And then we talked a little bit about this earlier. You were talking about Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, comeback player of the year, especially if he's set to come back game one plus 800. Now, usually there are some quarterbacks in there and whatnot, but, I mean, plus 800, that ain't that ain't bad. And uh, he should get some targets. Yeah, that's not bad. If he comes back week one and catches 110, you know, 10 touchdowns, he'll be right there. McCaffrey, I like. If, if he plays all the games, he's going to pile up enough stats. And then I and then I put ten bucks on Baker Mayfield eighteen to one because I don't I don't know how this happened I don't know how I got here with Baker Mayfield but I'm a fan of the guy now I just I want to see him succeed I want I want to see Cleveland regret everything that they've done in this offseason. Oh my God! Could you imagine if they lined Rosen up against Baker week one? But but like like Will says, I mean, Cleveland's just a more talented team top to bottom. It would be a real emotional letdown for all the football fans out there if Baker still got his ass kicked, even though Josh Rosen threw, you know, 12 for 17. For I don't think Rosen yards. would throw a pass. I think they would just run the ball. I mean, <laughs> you, you've got that much talent. Yep. Yep. My last one, think? my last one for you. Last one real quick. Giants to win the division at plus 750. They're favored to finish fourth. Here's why. That division is so chaotic every year. You cannot trust the Cowboys, especially when the Cowboys are our favorite. That division, it just seems like, I mean, hell, wasn't it just not, not too long ago, a year or two ago, that, that, that they that they had a losing record coming out of that season? And, and, and the Cowboys should have been easily far ahead of everyone else. How so? So the Giants. I, I told you I like their draft. I don't think it translates necessarily first year, but when it comes to offensive defensive linemen, that is a little bit different. We could see potential uh, improvements from the Giants. You got Daniel Jones trying to get a contract. I don't think he's going to be a great quarterback in the league, but he is trying to be at least the guy that gets a backup job and a few more million dollars for the next five plus years. And Saquon Barkley, I already told you earlier, I'm high on him on there. And I, I just think the Giants mentality, uh, say what you want about those football Giants. <laughs> I don't hate that. I don't hate that at, at all. At plus 750 with that division, I mean, once again, I always look at these odds of like, is it something that at the end of the season I can hedge against? I think this division could be a toss-up, and I think the Giants could be in it. Do we trust Carson Wentz in the in – the, uh, no. The, but don't sleep on them. Don't Redskins, sleep on I'm Riverboat sorry, I Ron. I, I don't. I don't want to get you. A, I love Riverboat Ron, but I'm just saying it's Carson Wentz I'm worried about. All right. I, I, and then I don't Philly, think he's going to be just, as bad as everybody thinks. I I, I think I the know. East is wide open. The East yep. is wide open, and I'm rooting for anybody but the Cowboys. So wide open. And that, the Giants could be right up in there. They could. Again. So I think the Giants could be another surprise team for you, especially at plus seven fifty. I love yeah. their off season. Like you said, their off season was amazing. Kayvon Thibodeau is a day one impact player. He's raw and, you know, they say undeveloped a bit, but he's going to come in and start throwing, you know, tackles around. 
<clears throat> and you're going to be able to hedge out on plus odds. The eventual winner of that division is going to be at plus odds still in week 12. You're going to have chances because it's going to be so neck and neck. We're still not going to know towards the end there. I like that. I wonder what the odds are on Trevor Lawrence, most interceptions. He's got nobody. They're going to pull him for like, they they're going to leave him out there to throw as many picks as he wants. And like you say, there's no pressure. You can be aggressive. Maybe they let him huck it around. Maybe he throws it to the other team a few times. I don't know. I've never really messed with the most interceptions bets. They're going to look a little different than they did last year. They're going to look a little bit different. They're not going to be the fighting Urban Myers that they of old. They're they're going to be have a different look. They're actually going to run the ball a little bit. Ooh, you actually ready for this, Eric? Oh no! See, over at DraftKings, Trevor Lawrence is the second favorite to throw the most intersection uh, interceptions, (laughs) and you can get plus one thousand. Zach Wilson at plus eight hundred is number one. Yep. Yeah. Well, he's sense. tied. He's tied in second. Sorry. It's him, Justin Fields, David, Davis Mills. I'd probably go with Davis, Davis Mills. Oh, and we got our boy Jameis Winston at plus 1300. <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> How many Jameis is going to have? Really? Justin Fields? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't think Fields gets enough attempts to do that. No, Justin Fields is going to be good. It's another guy I'm trying to get off coach's roster and onto mine. Uh, he just won't send it, can, it can easily happen for the right price, my man. <laughs> hey, what check. can I do to get you in a 22 exactly. Fields today? Exactly. I've got a bunch of old piece of shit Hondas up on the rack that you can take home today. <laughs> That's a classic, sir. You find one with that low of miles, you don't even hesitate. You buy it. You can't afford <laughs> not to buy that thing. Ch- Chase Young. What's Chase Young on Comeback Player of the Year? Oh, he's up there. Let me uh, Let me grab that real quick. Because let me just tell you, the, I like Riverboat Ron and the Commanders. I almost went out on a limb and said they might win the East, but I just can't go there. I just, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I know this is a bold prediction, but that's way bold. But uh, we don't have to get Chase, stupid. Yeah, Chase we don't have to get Young. carried away. But the East is wide open. It is yeah. so wide open. And he was such a freak of a player that first year and just decided to just mail it in the last year. Chase Young tied in ninth overall with uh, plus fourteen hundred odds, so fourteen to one odds to become back player of the year. But this is kind of BS too because they got Derrick Henry on this. They got Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> Daniel Jones, Baker. The, I guess the Baker, criteria are so it's such a gray area. Like some of these guys, it's like, what are you coming back from? Sucking? <laughs> you can't come back from a shitty season. Like why is Baker break why is something? Baker on this list? Like oh, because you got traded? <laughs> yeah, because he was the laughing he's, stock of the offseason. This this he's show coming has back become, from being ostracized. This this show we, we're going to have to put the limit the Baker references on here. We've gotten carried away with this week one, and wow. we he'll be irrelevant after week one. Tell you what, Carolina is unveiling an all black alternate uniform. Oh sure, maybe they I are. get myself. <laughs> Maybe I get myself a black alt Baker jersey. Really, just go all into it. Get two of them. So, so it's basically going to be like the alternate Detroit Lions, those black ones. I <laughs> think so. I think it's going to look eerily similar to those. I'm right. I'm more excited about the Hard Knocks episode with Dan Campbell than oh, I. Oh man, <laughs> week one. We're There's going to be so recaps. much. Oh, it's yes. going to be so great. Every football Thursday will include a ten minute. Hard Knocks recap. I'm getting uh, HBO Max fired back up just for this occasion. 
Oh, previously on Hard Knocks, exactly. Dan Campbell yeah. went through six cans of dip. <laughs> yep, there will be a, a dip and Red Bull count going, and we're gonna have okay. Wait, what's the over under on times we see Dan Campbell cry and wow. miss? I'm four gonna say half. four. Oh, there we go. Yeah, how many episodes are there? I think it's only like six. So, yeah, four, oh, well, then four five. And a half. <laughs> four and a half would be a good one. 5.5. Yeah. I th- I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be crying a lot every time he cuts a guy. So that's three or four yeah. right there, and then the two, first preseason. Two, let's go get him speeches. Yep, and then the Tears. first preseason win when he gives out the game ball, for sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I want to say, man. <laughs> God damn it, y'all fought out there and. And when we're now 17, <laughs> son of a bitch, y'all didn't give up. We came back in here, man, and we got back out on the field, and he'll just fall apart. You think he'll find a shirt that fits? No. I don't, I don't know. I just hope we're that. We're medium. I just want to see the, uh, the bite him in the kneecaps speech a couple of times. That was classic. That was. You got to follow it with something. Press call. you have this year? That was so good. With that so, look, he's got to be a stepdad, right? I mean, he just has like a stepdad Greg look. Comes yeah. in and says there's going to be some changes around here. <laughs> new sheriff in town. <laughs> new sheriff in town. Uh, don't know if your mom told you. <laughs> there's a lot of oh, Once you hop in my Ford F-150, we'll take a spin around the block and oh, I'll explain man. everything to you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's only yeah, what convincing because it's real. <laughs> what does he pull up to the facility in? It's a big truck. He's got to have a big truck. Yeah, he's got a dually. He's got a dually. Yeah. He strikes me as a guy that would Rick Vaughn style get off the back of a panhead and just fist bump somebody and roll in. So I talked to the Oracle today real quick, briefly, before we get too carried away. The Oracle wanted to chime in on the bold predictions today. He said uh, his bold prediction was that USC gets drummed by three touchdowns at the end of the year against Notre Dame. That's what he told me. He said that's going to happen. I, Notre Dame is going to be fired up this year. He said three three tugs. Three tugs is three what tugs. that what Notre Dame will hang on him. They want to stay independent, Notre Dame. They don't want to go to well, any of these. Hell yeah, because NBC keeps dangling that independent TV contract. Did we might have to edit this out? But did I read that they wanted three hundred million from NBC to stay independent? Oh, you read that right. Yeah, because if if they can sign a deal with NBC for to to air their games every Saturday afternoon, and 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 they don't have any competition in the prime time deal, why would they not? Yeah, because they're freaking Notre Dame about USC October eighth. Yeah. My Washington Cougars are going to go down to USC and slap them around and win that game. We hey, play. I'm glad you brought that up, USC. Will. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, sir. And uh, today I knew you were coming on here, so uh, did a little research. Uh, I need you to write this down. Right. Number eighty-seven for your Washington Cougars, Andre Dollar. <laughs> write it down. You'll know the name by the end of the season. Ooh. Kid's a freak. Kid's a freak. He impressed them in the spring game. Things are things are happening up there. Your Cougars are, are headed in the right direction. I don't know about taking uh, taking it to USC quite yet, but they're 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 headed in the right direction. 
You can lock that in. Washington State, <laughs> we play great down there. We always upset them when we're there. When we're home, disappointment. Down there, when we're home, God, when I was there in college, when we're home, you get excited. Here we go, especially if it's a little bit colder in Pullman. We're out there. Pullman. Up. First play of the game, 80-yard touchdown run, and then you're like, all right, well, this game's over. And uh, But w- for some odd reason, when they're down in – in LA down there or in, in, in with at USC some odd reason we, we, we figure out how to do it. Well, one reason is because it's 11 PM start every year. True. <laughs> so true. Middle of the yeah, daggum night. Middle of the yeah. daggum night. Pullman's hey, a special place, isn't it? Quick, in October. I, I want, oh, Pullman. <laughs> Listen, my favorite Pullman game. Yes, we did. Well, okay. My second favorite. My first favorite was when <laughs> Leach was there for the first year. We did not win a single game until we won the Apple Cup. I was one of those kids that, like, it was during Thanksgiving break. It's always during this Thanksgiving break. I'm like, listen, guys, after Thanksgiving break, I got like a week of finals and then I'm going to come home. So I told my family, I'll see you when I get home. I'm not coming back home for Thanksgiving. So I stayed, went to the game. It, it was insane they were kicking our ass and so we thought okay third quarter mid third quarter we're down two scores this is over we go to the bar because it's it's snowing it's freezing we get some food and we're coming back we're coming and and then we're like oh what god we're gonna win this game and then we're looking at each other like do we run back to the field well we got beer that just came some wings no we got snacks yeah we got snacks so we did but we won the game shit went crazy there and then the best part is we're at one of the bars it was called valhalla i think it's something different now valhalla mike leach goes to valhalla and buys everyone in that bar a beer and a shot because he gets a twenty five thousand dollar bonus for winning the apple cup and that's when i fell in love i still got his bobblehead that they gave out at that game so <laughs> nice you know what I mean? nice like, yeah that was great my and uh yeah so that's that's I love that guy, oh, man. Crazy. He, oh, he's he's one of the greats. He is he he is one of the all time greats. In 2024, you could do a lot worse for a presidential choice than Mike <laughs> Leach. You got my man's a national treasure. All right, yeah. before yeah. I go on a 15 minute Mike, actually Leach. make make him real quick. Make him press secretary. Just have him come out and talk to the press. Yes, the that would be yes. Yes, <laughs> where would those go? Oh, man. <laughs> who knows but i'm here for it, it might it might start out with nato but it's not ending there <laughs> first question i'd ask is about major biden and he'd talk about that dog for 45 minutes and other we'd, dogs and we end up every day about the pirates yep yep <laughs> had a dog bit people in washington state that dog. what's the uh what do you think about the cougs this year you think they uh you you gotta i mean they're gonna Gonna win the national title? They're gonna get in the big dance? What what are we what are you predicting there? As a Kook fan, I have zero expectations. (laughs) The only time that I had great expectations for them, actually it wasn't even great. I just was feeling feeling like because I was in Vegas, I was gonna throw a hundred dollars at plus eight thousand on my Kooks to win the Pac twelve. Why? Because I like to burn a hundred dollars. But that was the year that I didn't realize how great Gardner Minshew was gonna be. So then I got this ticket, right? I got this ticket. Here we go. We're doing great. We have a chance to win the Pac-12. My boss goes down to Vegas for me because this is before I had any online betting stuff. And he goes, "Hey, you, you want me to? Take, you want to give me some money? And I can hedge your bet for you because I got you know eight grand on the line. If they win this, all they got to do is beat the Huskies in the Apple Cup, which we're home, which it's snowing. And I go, okay, we're, we got this. And then they just you know I'm like, 
so I give him some money just in case. And then I go, okay. So then he's down there and I'm like, you know what? This is, this is it. This is us. This is I'll hedge after they win this game. When we play, I think it was Colorado <laughs> oh, or whatever in the Pac-12. Oh, no. And guess what happened? Who would have thought that the cold snow would hurt the Cougars and that Michael Leach offense? I should have saw that. And we got our ass handed to us. So, but good news is I put a hundred dollars on a five team college football parlay that won me three grand. So it's okay. We, we still came out profitable that weekend, but my Cougars did let me down. And so once again, Cougars, I have zero expectations for them. If they go on a five game win streak to start the season, I get a little excited, but I also know that disaster is coming right around the corner. <laughs> He's a realist as well. <laughs> All right. I know. I know. Fo- football is a little bit different up here in the Pacific Northwest than it is down south. We, uh, we just we just bow down to SEC. You know those those type of stuff. You know those those are the real football players down there. Yep. Yeah. Except what is it's a religion down there. Yeah. It's a hobby where we live. Just it's an enthusiasm. Yeah. It just pays more down there in the SEC, <laughs> as they say. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. We'll be back next Thursday to talk more football. But for now, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've come this far, you owe me a review. That's just how it works. Give us five stars on Spotify, Apple, whatever platform. We're docking this glorious pirate ship in and write some words in there, whatever you want. I won't tell you how to live your life. The ratings aren't for my self-esteem. You can't possibly fix that. But they do help the show immensely, and that's why I come to you like a Jehovah Witness at the end of every episode asking if you've shared the good news. Follow us on the social medias. Every once in a while, we say something clever, and you'll see new episodes up there as soon as they're released. You can tell me to go fuck myself, whatever you want to say. Join Will over at GameOn.Locals.com and start winning right now, today, right this instant. That's it. That's all. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick that outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.